friends, and thanks for listening to episode five of The, the Remake, Remake Report. Report. I'm Liz. And I'm Nadine. Today. And today, we're going to talk about Overboard. The original was in 1987, and the remake was in 2018, so over 30 years later, mm-hmm. they felt compelled to do a remake. This was something I watched at home, mostly with my sister, because that's just what we did. So yeah. Just watched all the 80s movies a hundred times and quote them around the house. And so this is definitely one of those. I don't remember seeing it in the 80s, but I know I did see it because I had a vague recollection of it. Do you think you saw it just once? Probably. Yeah. Just once. I never probably, thought about it yeah. for 30 years. Wow. About again. I feel like I saw it uh, 10 times maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're an expert at it. Well, no, not really. Because it's also been so long. I had fond memories, mostly of Goldie Hawn. Yeah. So She's funny. Good in it. I think our family went through like a Goldie Hawn phase because I remember watching this a ton and then Private Benjamin, which was also really funny. Uh-huh. She was really great. Yeah. I think that came out after Overboard. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> so let's just do a really, um, a really quick little uh, recap of what the story is about in case anyone hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Very realistic type story. Yep, super real. (laughs) All realism. It's a comedy. Um, It's also a romance. It it takes place... Ew, what city is that in? Elk Cove, Oregon. I don't know if that's a real It's in Oregon. Okay. Yeah. They carry that through. The Pacific Northwest. Yes. So the movie opens with a very um, privileged bitch named Joanna who owns a yacht. Like today's equivalent of a billionaire, like some millionaire at the time. Trillionaire, possibly. (laughs) Um, You get the sense that she's so incredibly privileged that she's never really done anything with her life or with herself. She's just been drowning in money uh, and living on on a yacht. Yeah, living a miserable life on Mm -hmm. a yacht. She seems really unhappy. She has this husband who's a big drag. Grant. She doesn't seem to be into living on the yacht Mm-mm. at all. She doesn't want to be. It's all Grant's thing. Yeah, she's just totally bored, is yeah. the sense. But I think she's living in kind of a false sense of reality about herself because you know she seems to think she needs to say things like, everyone wants to be me, or mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing when she shouts that back. But anyway, so she's... Um, is incredibly bored and decides to remodel her closet and hires a carpenter who is Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Hot, sexy Kurt Russell. Yeah. With the long hair and the muscles and the tan. He's got a mullet. He's kind of like in the mold of Patrick Swayze. Like totally. I sort of, mm-hmm. it was like this 80s version of a hunky guy. It was like mm-hmm. Swayze, Kurt Russell looked similar. They had a similar wavy, feathery mullet. Yeah. And like chiseled features, mm-hmm. like pretty tan. I think of Swayze as a little more delicate and maybe it's the dancing. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. That I'm thinking of, but Kurt Russell's more of like a slightly manlier, salt of the earth kind of guy. So anyway, he's a uh, working class. He's widowed. He has four boys. He's struggling. He's making do. Mm-hmm. He gets hired to do the closet, so goes to the yacht and uh, encounters Joanna, who's just a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. She's so rude. So she's just trying to, you know, demean him and be above him and make him feel terrible. And I think he was really trying to roll with it in the beginning, and then. When he makes her closet out of oak instead of cedar and she flips out, he kind of gives it back to her because she's like, I'm not going to pay you for what you just did. Right. You're right. an idiot. Yeah. Get out of the here. The closet, by the way, has a, like you turn a crank and yeah. uh, so cool. new shelves appear and some go behind. Yeah. It was quite an engineering I know. feat of engineering. Very never, innovative. Never seen a closet like that. No, it was great. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was impressive. He did a good job on the closet. He did take some breaks and like had a, took his shirt off and put mm-hmm. a plate of crackers on his <laughs> abs. And <laughs> <laughs> well, she was admiring his body too. I'm oh, pretty okay, sure. I think okay. they were checking each other out. Yeah, there was definitely already a little bit of a sexual so they tension. Hated each other at uh, first. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So anyway, they get into an argument. And it ends up with her actually pushing him off of the yacht into the ocean, mm-hmm. 
Um, and he's just amazed by this. And then she throws his tools and everything that's valuable to him also in the water, which is such a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Because she's not going to pay him and he's just like, I will get back at you mm-hmm. someday. Then we kind of see a little bit of his life. The kids are having trouble in school and like there's things showing up about the struggle that he's in right now. They live in a shack. Mm-hmm. Someone from the school was visited and threatened mm-hmm. to call social services unless he can get his kids under control. Yeah, there's like not enough discipline because they don't have a mother. Neglected children. Right, right. Which may be a little true, maybe not so much. They were they were still being loved, which I thought was important, but Yeah. So then cutting back to the yacht with Joanna in her miserable life and her and Grant are going to bed and she realizes that she forgot her wedding ring up on the deck. Right. Which is so silly because like why would you under what circumstances would you take it off? And just set it down on the deck and yeah. walk away. I thought that was so That's, that's probably the biggest plot hole in the whole movie, right? <laughs> and the fact that she goes up to get it. It's just right there. It's just sitting right there. It's just the sitting there, yeah. But it's kind of choppy weather. Yep. So she's kind of getting thrown around. And the captain's the like sleeping or something. His feet were like making the wheel wave, you know, go back and forth and making the boat. Topsy-turvy. Yeah, because you're still, I mean, you're living on a boat. It's on the ocean. You're in the middle of the fucking ocean, yeah. right? It's on the side of the ocean. True. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go with the middle. Kind of, kind of close. To Get the, a, bit, a little closer to, to the, the shore. Edge. Yeah. Um, so she actually falls off mm-hmm. into, into the water. water. And at the, at the time, nobody knows. So this was another... Because Grant is watching Lifestyles of the Rich yeah. and Famous really loud. <laughs> right. Everyone's doing something that's like... Too loud and like it's preoccupying them, so they can't hear her screaming. And yeah, she's in the water. And then um, cut to she wakes up on a beach, which always happens, right? You fall into the ocean, yep. and then you just like wake up. Yeah, I'm, you pass out, but somehow you don't sink. <laughs> I'm Passing pretty sure out makes you float, or maybe uh, you pass out, and then a herd of dolphins carries you to the shore. I Probably mean, they would have. There's to no other way. I would definitely just die if I fell into the ocean. I yeah. Mean, come on. It would just be cut to, cut to a funeral. funeral. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really short movie. So. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> she wakes up on the sand. Someone rescued her, didn't they? Like, didn't someone see her? And I don't know. Oh, actually, she didn't wake up on the sand. Did I, they? I in think the in the remake. remake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The guy. She gets picked up. up. This is another thing. By that's a garbage scow. Mm-hmm. I, guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Dumping the garbage in the ocean? Gross. Probably. Yeah. Um, that's right. She got picked up by a garbage scow. And Magically. Taken. taken. Yeah. Magically picked up. <laughs> they were right by the yacht. Yep. Right see. behind its tail. Um, so anyway. I heard of dolphins. Just, <laughs> like, I kind of like that better. <laughs> <laughs> but they rescued her? They brought her to the... the and they're like, oh, it's another herd of dolphins with a... A passed out person. It's like, oh, there's another person overboard. I just have to go get them. Yeah, yeah. Bring him up. That's adorable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that should have been in the movie. Right. Maybe if there's an animated version, mm. they'll go into more that that they didn't show. Um, but she has amnesia, and she can't remember who she is. But she has the same kind of attitude towards everything, because she's still bossing people around, and she's being quite miserable her personality is the same yeah she can't remember anything right so she's in a hospital she's driving the staff crazy um it's kind of this big breaking story you know woman it's on the news found yeah. doesn't know who she is uh can anyone identify her this sort of thing and her husband actually goes to the hospital mm-hmm. um and once he peeks in and sees that she's being just a total terror to the staff, he's like, uh, I've never seen that woman in my life. Yeah, this is my chance. <laughs> this is my chance to get away. Yeah. Forever. So he, he bails. And uh, Kurt Russell's character, Dean, sees mm-hmm. her on TV and he's like, holy shit, that's the woman who owes me money. And he immediately gets this idea that his revenge on her, the way he's going to make her pay is by going to the hospital and claiming that she's his wife. Um, so he goes to the hospital. Right, but he had seen her butt on the boat because right. she was wore, like, swimsuits she's basically with naked. a thong. <laughs> and she had uh, a mole. Or a birthmark or birthmark. something. Yep, on her 
right or left butt cheek. Um, mm-hmm. Cause she's like, I don't believe you. There's no way I'm married to you. This, they prove it. But before then they took her to a psych ward mm-hmm. that was like connected to the hospital and it was under lockdown. Like she was locked in the right. psych ward. So it's fine. They just have a difficult patient and throw her in the psych ward. God. Don't know. <laughs> there was a lot to be appalled at. Actually, the remake for me helped make it right. Mm. Go in that. Go into that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, he kind of proves that she's got this birthmark, and she's like, "Oh shit!" Like mm-hmm. he knows. He actually knows me. I guess I am married to this guy, but she was still pretty skeptical. The people who are taking care of her, uh, the staff, yeah, <laughs> um, that's the word I was looking for. They're so relieved that she's being taken away. Yeah, and See I mean, later. It, it was better to go with this guy versus stay in the psych ward. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so she went along with it. Yep, she went along with it. So his whole plan was like, let's basically make her a slave. Yeah, that word was used. <laughs> so it's pretty extreme. Kidnapped. Yep. Mm-hmm. She meets so it was like a soft kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hard. He throws her in the back of the it pickup truck. It wasn't violent, but... <sighs> But it's a comedy, so it's fine. Yeah. So, right, she's um being introduced to his three boys. Or no, four. Yeah, four boys. Four boys. In their shack that they live in. Yeah. She's just appalled. Of how they live in squalor and this cannot be my children because they're so rambunctious and rude. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then pretty soon we get to that evening where it's really awkward. What's he going to do? Yeah, are they going to sleep together in the same bed? And then he's like, nope. So he, well, he went out with his buddies and then like poured alcohol on himself and pretended to come home really drunk. Yeah. And I was like, okay, honey. But then she's like, I don't, I don't think so. And right. She's, she's more like, repulsed by oh, him. Oh, yeah. So, so that was off. Thank God. Yeah. Um, and she went to sleep on the couch. Right. And he actually was like, well, honey, because of your bad back, like, this is kind of where you do sleep. Oh, yeah. Did Something he... like that. And then um, the roof leaks on her face throughout the night. And Yeah. What's interesting is the dream that she has uh-huh. is her past life. Right. She dreams about Being... uh, like a ball. Yeah. <laughs> a fun a dream sequence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drinking champagne. Yeah. And then she wakes up to it's in there. the it's... hell that she's currently in. Still in her head. Yeah, right. You see little glimpses of it here and there. Did she already have to make dinner? She doesn't know how to cook. She doesn't know how to do anything, which is actually really funny. I mean, that's where a lot of the comedy comes from, especially like the montage of her trying to do anything. Like her first laundry. Yeah, her first day alone trying to clean. Yep. Yeah. Making the lunches for the kids. I actually, that was something I remembered from when I watched it when I was young was her, um, oh God, those sandwiches and putting the mayonnaise, peanut butter and jelly jelly and and mayonnaise, literally just like dumping M&Ms into the paper bag, (laughs) the lunch bag. It was just so good. I have some kind of old timey washing machine situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite part of that is when she turns on a chainsaw. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what the i guess the chore was like to chop chop wood, wood uh-huh for a fire or yeah something. so she just yeah uses a chainsaw with no eye protection or anything also yeah. well kurt russell in the very beginning dean wasn't he making um art with a chainsaw like chainsaw carving yeah art, like bears or something also no eye protection or anything no. <laughs> Still, you didn't need it in the eighties. Yeah. You didn't need to do that. Yeah, you're right. Nobody knew that was yeah. dangerous. I like wonder if too if that was kind of referencing him being kind of a creative soul. That's right, and kind of connecting it to their project they do later. Yes, and and accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she, he's really given her some like heavy labor yeah. to do. And it's really exaggerated. He's really trying to punish her, but because for... yeah, he doesn't care. So he thinks this is going to go on for about a month. And, and his he friends does are need all the help. I mean, his being t- a single yeah. parent of four kids four. is impossible. Right. Valid, but mm-hmm. yeah. still. <laughs> but not. <laughs> Illegal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So anyway, we move into the area where she starts to kind of accept the fact that like, wow, I guess this, I guess this is who I am. 
She gets better at her she kind of chores. Yeah. She has to do, and she gets pretty good at being a parent really yeah. quick. She starts bonding with the boys. Yeah. I always thought it was so endearing that she taught the, the littlest one to read. I know. She noticed he couldn't read. I know. Yeah. So she was doing some really special little moments kind of with them individually and making connections and stuff, which was really sweet. Mm-hmm. You really get to see that, like, she really isn't just a horrible person. She goes through a transformation. Yeah. She becomes a nice person. Yep. A good mom. They're, like, home is peaceful. Yep. At night. She stands up for the kids at school. <laughs> yeah. Stands up to the teacher or slash principal. Mm-hmm. She's coming down on them and brings her in, and that was a pretty cool moment for her. She's just defending them and, uh... And then she starts Being to... a parent. Yeah, and she starts to call Dean out on how he's not being a good parent. Right. He's kind of a buddy. Yep. He doesn't discipline the kids at all. Because mm-hmm. he goes out every night. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I want to have a serious talk about this. Like, I want us to figure this out. If we're going to do this, like, you need to be better too. Mm-hmm. So they're both growing. They're both growing <laughs> as humans and as parents. Yes. And I think, you know, they're also kind of falling in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Which they have a night kind out. Of sweet. Yeah. Well, this whole time he's kind of like, well, when am I going to tell her the truth? Because it's kind of getting like almost too far down. Mm-hmm. Like the boys are starting to really love her and like having her around. She's getting comfortable in her role. Oh, and then also the project of the mini golf right, happens. Right. And so they actually collaborate and work together. It turns out she's kind of artistic and she's has all these ideas. Artist. Yeah. Because he has a business idea to start a mini golf course. Yeah. And she's like, how would you have it be like the seven wonders of the world? And Mm -hmm. then he's like, well, draw me a picture of like what you're talking about or what what that means. Because you get the sense that she's probably been all over the world and knows, has seen these things firsthand. Yeah. um, From her wealth. And he has not. So... Yeah, it's super adorable. So they get money from yeah. the investors, and then they there's a montage of them building. Mm-hmm. And with mm-hmm. his carpentry skills, he's really good yeah. at it. So yeah. their whole life is turning around, and he still hasn't told her the truth. It's a lie. I know. It's like, oh, when is he going to tell her? Yeah. And then he tries to tell her uh-huh. because they get into a little bit of a conflict, and then it kind of gets sidetracked because the friends don't the friends and the kids don't want to tell the truth at this point because they're thinking, you know, they're really good together. They want to keep her. Yeah, they want to keep her around. So he, try, he tries to come out. It doesn't work. Well, I think he's going to tell her, and he's like, I have to tell you something. I forgot your birthday. I forgot it's our anniversary. Yeah. And then they go out dancing, and that's when they fall in love. Yeah. They really fall in love that night. And then, well, and so then we get to the opening of the mini golf, he like brings her up on stage and says, I couldn't have done this without you. I love you. And then her old life kind of comes back. Because her mom has been ca- calling her away. Grant. She's looking for her and he's lying. And just mm-hmm. being like, she's out. She's shopping. She's this. She's that. And she's like, I've been trying to get a hold of her for two months. You need to produce my daughter. That took a long time. And that's played by Catherine Hellmond. Yeah. Plays Mona. her mother, Mona. Mona from... Yep. Who's the boss? the boss? Yeah. Yeah, she's so funny. She's in a ball gown at home. Always. Sitting around. Yes. So you get the sense that the wealth is from her side of the family. Yeah, I mean, that's a clue. It's unclear it's in the mom's. beginning, but yep, yeah. Grant, the husband, needs to produce <laughs> Joanna. So he shows up in a limousine. The minute she sees him, she knows him. And she suddenly remembers and like magically gets her memory back in that moment. She's like, oh, hi, Grant. And then she's, <laughs> everyone's like frozen because they're like, oh, shit, she knows him. And then she kind of stops in her tracks and is like, oh, my God, I remember. I remember everything. And at first she's really joyous because she's remembering all these things and, and she's this and that and this, she's wealthy. And, and, and at first she was celebrating with Dean yeah. Like in the moment because she was in love with him. And it was like, if you, anything good happens in your life, you celebrate with the person you love. So in, right in the, in that moment, she's celebrating with him. And then in, she realizes, and then she the realizes betrayal. Hey, wait a minute. You are the guy that hates me. And she realizes what he did to her. Yeah. And so she's like, these, you made me do all this for you and take care of your kids. So 
she gets into the limo. Yeah, well, I want to say, too, that this scene was... I was really emotional when I watched that scene. Yeah. Well, it's so sad because when the she says, "Well, I know." And when she says, "Thank you for making me a mother," did she say that? She did, and I think it's because she never would in her old life, like mm-hmm. for who she really is. That's nothing mm-hmm. she would ever do, you know, because she wanted to be the one getting all the attention. So I think she had a moment of being really thankful, but then she got angry, like after that, mm-hmm. and walked away. But I think it was really hard for her to walk away, mostly because of, well, the fact that she was falling in love with Dean, but also that she was mothering those boys who yeah, she now, was, like, I mean, couldn't live happy. without her. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was in love with her husband. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably the first kids. time she ever felt love at all. She had, <laughs> yeah, she had a community with yep. the friends. They played volleyball mm-hmm. in the park. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> so many things. <laughs> And where she was really isolated on the yacht. Yeah. She didn't have any friends. She, she just had her brand. mother yeah. to talk to on the phone, really, and the staff who thought she was horrible. Yeah, she didn't have any real right. friends or real connections. So now she's back in her old life mm-hmm. and it just doesn't feel right. She wants to drink beer now instead of. They can't champagne. believe it. Yeah. Right. But then she decides she wants to go back to Elk Cove. What was it that made her decide? I think that it was um, her loneliness and her missing... And that Grant had been like cheating on her the whole time. Oh, she realized yeah. that Grant knew she was there and left her at That's purpose. right. That's right. She's like, wow, you're terrible. Yeah. I never loved you anyway. I choose the other life. Yeah, so then she's turning the boat around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the kids are trying to convince Dean they're to go get, go her. get her. Yep, the kids are going to go get her, and he's like, "No, that's not happening. That's ridiculous." You know. So they're on a boat, and then they get on a boat, the yacht. and they're going to go find her too because he changes his mind. Yeah. Yep. So eventually, they see each other. It's funny. The binoculars, like she has binoculars, <laughs> and like they all have binoculars on their boat, and they're just like. Seeing each other through binoculars. Yeah, I like the binoculars part of it. Um, So yeah, they jump in the water, jump in the ocean, and they swim to each other. Meanwhile, her her party is like, you're crazy. I can't believe you're doing this. I think Grant ends up in the water too. Yep. There's a lot of man overboard, which is funny. (laughs) If you're on a boat, every time someone goes in the water... The crew has to yell man overboard. So I feel like it ends with them in the water. Let's see. They're in the water. They get to each other. They kiss. And then they get up onto a dinghy. And then she tells them that she's rich. She's the one who's rich. Yep. The money's hers. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. rich. And then the kids start making out their Christmas list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's how it I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So they end up together and they're wealthy. (laughs) But it's not going to matter in this case because she's been transformed. And she's not going to turn into... The ugly person she was before. She's permanently she was, changed. Thanks yep. to amnesia. So it's going to be <laughs> good for everyone <laughs> that she fell off the boat. So I have like funny little memory too. So when I watched the original in the beginning when she was so ridiculous and those sunglasses that she had on. Yeah, she had ridiculous, ridiculous sunglasses. Pointy, super yeah. 80s, crazy sunglasses. So I sell eyewear for a living, and I was so amazed that I used to sell a knockoff version of those exact sunglasses. Really? At my old place of work. That's funny. And they were like 20 bucks, and they were mm-hmm. super cheap, but they were identical to really? those. And I was like, well, that's where it came from, so yeah. that must have been a really high-end designer Yeah, yeah. back in the day. It's funny, that was like her version of a tiara, and her that, robes and her swimwear. Oh, the swimwear, oh my God. Super revealing. Went up her ass crack. Like her cleavage was like all the yeah. way down the front and like all the way up the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just some like strips of fabric. So I wonder too, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are a couple. They are. In real life. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they were already a couple at that time because I didn't look it up. I know Did you this. look it up? I, yeah, they okay. were a couple already. Okay. I think cool. they were in something else like mm-hmm. 1983, 1984. Yep. They're not married. Right. Because they were, I think they were both married 
at least once before, like had mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still together. Mm-hmm. They live in Canada. Oh, cool. In Vancouver. So Kate Hudson is, is that her dad or is that not her dad? Is Kurt Russell her dad? Yeah. No. That's what I thought. Okay. I think they have one kid together. Okay. They seem like a nice couple. I know. Kurt Russell, he's really into gun rights and he's a libertarian. Oh, shit. Okay. kind of bummed. Wah, wah. About that. I don't know a ton about him at all. And I feel like it's also been a long time since he's been in anything. He was such an 80s early 90s star yeah i remember yeah i mean seeing him and other stuff yeah in the 80s this is really funny walt disney died in 1966 okay the last thing he did was write kurt russell's name on a piece of paper and then he died no he didn't yes what for i mean i read it on the internet so it's got to be true right (laughs) But I thought that was the funniest. I mean, one of the funniest things I've ever read. They just like write the name. Well, he was an actor. He was in some things as a child. Okay. And he um, worked for Disney. He had like a contract with Disney and was like the top Disney actor of the seventies. Wow. Well, Disney, he called it. (laughs) It meant a lot. He he was still working (laughs) till his dying breath, just like. Kurt Russell. Wow. And then died. Wow. Is like, that funny? Like maybe he had him in mind to play some part or... I wonder if like the contract was already in the works or had been signed before or if like he wrote the name and then everyone's like, well, we got to sign Kurt Russell and then he became really a huge Disney star. Wild. <laughs> I love that. So he's responsible. So <laughs> For that, his career. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he was in some stuff maybe before then. And then he played baseball oh. also. Oh. And his dad played baseball. And he was, I hope I'm not mixing up Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Okay, I think his dad I'm was a baseball sure player. I'm pretty sure Goldie Hawn didn't play baseball. I'm <laughs> he was not a professional <laughs> baseball player. Good good point. Maybe his mom was a dancer. I don't know. I, his I, mom might have been a baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That amused me a lot. Goldie Hawn was like a comedian, it girl in the 60s. Mm-hmm. She was a, did a lot of TV and like laughing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. surprises me that she's that old because she still looks. Yeah, I she think, looks really amazing. Really young. Isn't it crazy too how much Kate Hudson looks like her? Mm-hmm. They, wow, some strong jeans there yeah goldie hunt acts is, like her looks like her. she is so cute isn't she's she adorable. she's just cool too i love her yeah she was great and she has some great fashion in overboard my favorite being ah. it was like a jean skirt on top <laughs> with a yoke and yeah. then kind of like a bubble skirt yeah coming down i know and, the skirt yeah i yep. love that I also just like her haircut. It's like totally yeah. with the bangs and kind of fly away and just sort of a little unruly. Kind of messy. Yeah. Good. Really good hair. So yeah, that was, it was directed by Gary Marshall, Penny Marshall's brother. Mm-hmm. And then we got to mention the music was Randy Newman. <laughs> Classic 80s. Uh, Funny. Yeah. What songs? Randy Newman. What did you, were you aware of? No. Music, but it, yeah. Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember a theme song. The theme, well, like when it started, it really looks like such a crappy movie, the way it starts. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like Yanni music and just yeah. the credits. It looks like an episode of Laverne and Shirley or something. It doesn't really even look like a movie. Mm. Like the production value. Is I felt so like bad. they all looked like that back then. Like, yeah, I feel like we've been movies. watching a lot of these yeah. old 80s movies and they're all just. They all look like an episode of Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, they yeah. kind of do. Like, very low grade. It's kind of endearing. Yeah. I'm into it. Oh, yeah. I I'm, love I'm into it the too. low quality. Yeah. <laughs> but it seemed to, it seems to lack. I feel like in the 70s and the 60s, there's like a little more artistry involved mm, in film. Totally. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we're just kind of watching just popular movies. And I don't think they mm. thought it was going to be popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pretty low budget movie. And I think it yeah. did it go, did okay and then became a cult classic. Yeah. As they say. The premise of the movie is so wild and silly. Totally. It's like going, it's like instead of rags to riches, it's riches to rags story. Yeah. To riches again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Where like, like if you give someone some humility, 
that they can actually transform themselves and be who they're really meant to be. So I think it's really about your your environment. And well, in this case, your the extreme wealth and how that's just never a good thing for anyone well, <laughs> to be that wealthy. It doesn't seem like it because I'm super disappointed in all the billionaires today that aren't doing anything about right. climate change. It's like, oh, and so we're going to go to Mars. It's like, can you help just the stuff that's going on on we, our planet? Yeah, we don't need to go to Mars. Uh, no, let's not go to now. Mars. We have let's, a beautiful planet hang tight. right here and let's <laughs> help it out. And, you know, this like, is, it is a rags to riches story because in the end, she is rich again. Oh, yeah. I suppose she is. They can't end it on rags. Yeah, because that's that not been, sexy. And that's... <laughs> that would have been kind of cool. Like if it would end, like she's poor, but she's happy. She's poor, but she's rich in love. <laughs> yeah. Well, but okay. Why was she... So she was the one with the money, but she was... Since she was married, it's like Grant was calling all the shots. Because he's a male. And he's a total douche. Yeah. And like she, she doesn't want to be on that yacht. Like, she couldn't even choose anything. And, well, I think that she finally felt empowered to stand up to him in the end. He wasn't calling the shots anymore. And it's like, he was fighting in the end for her not to leave, I think, because she was the one with the money. And he was going to be potentially left with nothing. She never had a chance to grow up, I think. Because, like, she talked to her mommy on the phone all the time. Mm -hmm. And her mom is like, don't have kids because then you won't be the child. And so when she was with Dean was the first time she got... To be independent. He, I mean, he uh, respected her. Like, he listened to her. And, and like, when they were playing volleyball, she suggested her idea for the golf, the mini golf Yeah. Course. His friend. He shoots it down right away. He's like, no. But then Dean was like, no, wait, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he does, like, listen to her and respect her. And then she did all the artwork to resolve. Yep. Would have been cool if she would have been at the dinner, but with the investor, but mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she wasn't there. That was a little Taking weird. Taking care of the kids. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Well, she wouldn't be out with she's the staying, guys and yeah, right. doing business. Right. And it was really his thing. do the work behind the scenes. But I do love that he recognized her and brought her up on stage. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. During the celebration so, of the cutting of the ribbon. He was a, a way better husband. Yeah. Despite how it started out. Right. It was just like we kind of hated him in the beginning. I mean, even though he got slighted by her, he also was so... So overly masculine and kind of gross. Yeah, and he was childlike as well. Yes, yes, super immature. Both characters turn out so different in the end. Right. Plus a lot of huge misunderstandings. It's really an enjoyable movie. It really is. Yeah. I I literally teared up. Oh, yeah. At the end and everything because it's just, you know, I mean, it's a love story and it's about, I don't know, becoming who you were really meant to be and, and how you can thrive in different environments and how you can see the world from a different perspective and that that can change you mm-hmm. and, um, for the better. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Think, Watch this movie. It's, I think it's great. It's a cult classic now. Yep. Rightfully so. I Absolutely. Think it's really funny. I mean, it's cartoonish in like yeah, the, you can get over amnesia. that <laughs> I think amnesia is a real thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It, it was happen. really popular though. I feel like in it 80s was in, movies. Yeah, it's right? like a quicksand thing. I can't think of right, like quicksand, right? I can't think of another movie that had amnesia, but I know that there's plenty. Yeah, amnesia <laughs> was really out there. <laughs> it's a great premise though. It's a good way to kind what of start over to- with the character and a hit on usually it was like I, you get hit on the head, uh-huh. lose your memory. And then get hit on the head again, and yep. then you would regain your memory. And I remember, like, I thought that she did get hit on the head. So I remember when I watched this as a kid, her, like, bumping her head and while oh, she yeah. fell in the water. But she doesn't. She so, just falls right into the yeah, water. Yeah, it turns out falling in the water can give you amnesia. <laughs> I mean, it would have been so cold. So cold. It could have been like, the shock of the cold that gave her amnesia. When, when they're in the water and those scenes in the water, I was like, oh, it looks so oh, I know. cold. And they have to be in the water Fuck for that. so yeah. long. Shot after shot after shot. Yeah, they probably... And I feel like in the first one, everyone had a life jacket on mm-hmm did they yes and then in the but second one not like the guy did. did no he definitely didn't i was worried but i mean but it, it was obviously fake he was obviously standing on something i think they make her put one on like dean yeah. has one on and he jumps in and then she 
is it, going to jump in and then they put one on her. Right? One of the servants, yeah. the people who work there, is like, if you're going to jump in, at you least put at this least on. Wear this. Mm-hmm. I knew someone got was protecting her, but Grant, he probably didn't. Yeah, okay. the husband. Yeah, yeah, that was Edward Herman. I feel like I remember him too. He was in a lot of. He was in a. He was in the Boys. Oh, yeah. Monsters. Yes, in the Monsters. Really long career. I read his Wikipedia page and it did not even mention Overboard. What? (laughs) Why not? I don't think so. Yeah, it's a (laughs) throwaway movie. Uh, Overboard is written by a woman, Leslie Dixon. Oh. It's pretty cool. That's cool. I think she also was a writer on the Hairspray remake. Interesting. Kind of bring things together. And she was a writer on the remake. Really? As well. They brought her back. So mm. that's cool. You know who Into else that? is worth noting is one of the kids. Oh. So one of the boys, yeah. and I, I looked this up because he was so, his face was so familiar to me. And he was um, he played Charlie, and um, his name's Jared Rushton, okay. and he and went on to do Big with okay. Tom Hanks. He was the kid. He was the kid. In yep. It. Oh. He was also in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay. And he was in Lady in White. I've seen all these, and I was like, that kid got huge. <laughs> um, What's Lady in White? It's kind of a, it's kind of spooky. You should see it. It's um, an it's 80s about movie? like Yep. And it's about like these kids disappearing. Um, I loved it. Okay. It's really good. Okay. It's actually really scary. No memory of that movie. But he's one of the bullies in that. And he was always kind of a little sort of bully kid. Is he like a freckly kid? Uh, the kids are sort of redheads. Yeah. Yeah. He's freckly a little freckly. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah. Strawberry blonde. Yeah. Uh, are we ready to move on to the remake? Yeah, I think so. Let's move on to the remake. Mm-hmm. 2018. Of course, I always have the feeling of like, why on earth would they remake Overboard? It doesn't need to be remade. It's perfect as it is. Perfect as it is. Well, it did need to be re- remade with the genders switched. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, of course, that's the most obvious Before thing. I saw this, I thought Goldie Hawn's daughter, what's her name? Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson was in this. Just oh, like well, they um, look so much alike. Yeah, but it's Anna not. Ferris. It's Anna Ferris. Mm-hmm. And She's then, really funny. She's yeah, totally a modern day Goldie Hawn. Yep. Although yep. not playing the Goldie Hawn character, because in the remake, it's the male who's the privileged, yep, playboy asshole. Yeah. And it's the woman who's the working class, struggling nursing student. Yeah. So who's let's widowed. say yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about. The differences. Just the, yeah, the stories. Okay, so the guy, what's his name? Leo. Leonardo. Leonardo. Yeah. He's Mexican. He's like from one of the richest families in Mexico. The world. (laughs) The world. Anna Ferris, what's, uh, do you remember her? Kate. Kate. She's studying to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. She has three daughters. Mm Mm-hmm. Was her husband dead? Yep, she was widowed. She was a widow. Because remember her mother, who's Susie Kurtz. Okay. I love her. Mentioned something about us them both not having or having lost their love of their lives or something like that in the beginning, and then she's like, "Mom, you're just divorced." Oh, okay. And it's okay. like it's different for me because my husband's actually dead, and she right. doesn't say that, but I think it's kind of assumed that he died. So she has two jobs: she delivers pizza mm-hmm. and cleans carpets trying to but trying to be a nurse but never has enough time to study and can't pass her exam mm-hmm. i feel like she failed it once already mm-hmm. because she's just a single mom and struggling so she meets leo because she's going um on a cleaning job because he has like champagne all over the right got champagne all over everything yeah so he's more of like a um, partying playboy yeah he's not married no. He says like supermodels, hat tub and slightly different than Joanna, who was more just lonely and bored. Boy. Yeah. And rich and mean. <laughs> <laughs> He's so he was mean, rich, but single, like Playboy. More Playboy and, and older. A little bit older. Yeah, that threw me off a little bit. Yeah. In the beginning he looked quite a bit older. And I didn't really like the age difference at first. I, I didn't either. I was like, I'm never gonna believe this mm-hmm. later. Yeah, I was skeptical. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he tries to order her around and make her get him food when yeah. she's there to clean the carpets. Because he can order anyone around, especially women. Yeah, and she refuses, so they get in a big fight, and they're yelling at each other, and the 
crew again. They're like Norwegian sailors. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. was funny. Yeah. Um, they're watching and like cheering on because they're fighting. And then he pushes her off and her giant carpet cleaner yeah. thing that cost $3,000. And I was feeling really anxious before this happened because I'm like, is he going to fucking push her in the ocean? Yeah. Like the original? Like, wow. Yeah, and he That's did. That's a statement. Like... Man pushing woman yeah. off of a fucking boat. It's a little less comedic, it's I guess. Not that. comedic, yeah. but he also underplay. I mean, it, he basically like pokes her versus like a big shove. Mm-hmm. Either way, not cool. Someone could die. Super you should not, not cool. do this in real life. Yeah. Any of this Please movie. Don't. <laughs> Any of either of the movies. Right. So that's like the original where yeah, I'm not going to pay you because... You won't serve me and get me what papaya. He ruins her equipment. Yep, throws her in trouble at work. Fucking machine in the water. Now she's even more broke than before because she she's going to get three thousand bucks to yeah. the company she works for. She's going to get evicted, and her mom is going to go on <laughs> tour to be in a in like Les or something. Sorry, honey, I can't help you. I'm living my dream. She's going to have a career as a, yeah, in her in 80s. In musical theater, right. She's way in old. Musical. She's in still musical. got it. Yeah, so she deserts her. So she was supposed to take care of the girls. So she could study. Kate's best friend is played by Eva Langoria. Yep. She's cool in it. I like her. And her husband mm-hmm. owns the pizza place or they I all so. work there. Yeah, it's like a little clan. Yeah, so she's in big trouble when they see... The guy's face on TV. Because he also, so, and the twist or the, the difference was instead of going up to find a wedding ring is to find condoms. And he's pretty drunk too. Yep. And then uh, he falls, he falls into off. the water and yeah. then he wakes up in the sand. Yeah. So he doesn't get rescued. He magically ends up on the coast. Yeah. Yeah. Again, but ends not going to happen. Yeah, he's definitely going to die and get eaten by sharks. Yeah. So the dolphins <laughs> save his life. Which they obviously did. And <laughs> they handed him over some, to some non-stinging jellyfish just for the last yeah, leg right. of the journey. They probably couldn't go in. <laughs> they were tired. <laughs> so he ends up in the hospital on the news again. So his sister sees it, but she hates him. Yeah, because she wants the company. So their father's ill and mm-hmm. he's dying. And she she works for the company now. And so she wants to take it over. And he's going to give it to his son, because it's a male, even though he doesn't know how to do anything and never has with his life. But I feel like because he's the male in the family that he, you know, assumes he's the, the best candidate to take over his company. Well, he doesn't want to do it. Oh, but the dad. The yeah, dad wants does. him to do the it. Dad he wants thinks him it'll to make him grow up. Exactly. And it's going to pass over the sister. So the sister has a strong motive to... Not claim to him. fake his death. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that's what she does. She goes to the hospital too, and he's being a jerk. And she's like, nope, I, I don't, know, don't him. know him. Yeah. Just like Grant did to Joanna. And then she takes it. I guess she didn't want them to be like looking for him because she collects some ashes. She gets an urn, and she really pretends he's dead, and they have a funeral. Yep. He was eaten by sharks. Right. Yep. <laughs> but they had ashes, so... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay, so then Kate sees his picture on TV, and her friend comes up with a plan. Yep, instead of her. Right. Yeah, she was reluctant. This seems illegal. It's never going to work. He Mm -hmm. owes you, and you need this. Mm -hmm. So she Mm -hmm. goes to the hospital, and she has a lot of documents. She comes prepared. Yeah. With all the things. Yeah, so she has the documents. And she also knows that he has a tattoo of Speedy Gonzalez, which was kind of dumb, on his butt. Right. Because she saw it somehow. Yep. So he he had a robe on, and I don't know, she saw it when she was cleaning his carpets or whatever. Yeah, yeah. as you do. As you do. Just see it. See (laughs) butt cheeks everywhere. When you're working, you just see other people's butts (laughs) a lot. Um, These guys, if it's on a boat, especially. So she goes and gets him. She brings him home. And he's also kind of like, I like, don't remember I, you. I don't know I, you. This can't be real. And then he also has a similar reaction. He's like, I'm poor, I think, with the house. I thought their house looked kind of nice. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It was not a shack. It was a cute house. Was but cute she was going to get evicted. And the roof was like falling apart. Like There, there was, was a big, big hole in yeah, the roof. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it was probably 
kind of bad shape, but looked better. So she has the three daughters. Who take to him really quickly. I think they were immediately more welcoming and warm to him than in the original, where the boys were just kind of mean yeah. to her. And then eventually they warmed up to her. But in this one, it was kind of right away they were like, Daddy, Daddy. and But he was just kind of confused. like Yeah, and they, they introduced a couple new elements into this story. If you want to see the new Overboard, these spoilers are going to ruin some jokes, which mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So one thing was, he's a recovering alcoholic. Yep. And that was <laughs> her story for how he ended up on the beach, because he had like, Clever. went on a, he relapsed, he went on a bender and didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. And that was Basically. how she explained, like they weren't going to sleep together. He had to sleep in the shed because that was what he had to do for 30 days if he drank again. Yeah. She was really thinking on her feet. Like she had some really good... It was really worked out. Explanations for things. So that one night he got mad and he went to an AA meeting and then he came back and he was like, had all these kind of sayings and stuff Uh like from Uh AA. I loved, I loved all that stuff. Yeah. Those jokes were so funny. Right. Yeah, so he has to cook, oh, yeah. clean, work, yep. and work construction right. so and she can a, study and yep. pass her test. And I think another thing that really adds to his experience is the guys, like his new buddies that he does all the construction with. I think those relationships are really important too because he ends up making friends. Yeah. And he probably never had any guy friends before, or very little. Yeah, and they're like Mexican-American guys. So there's this whole Mexican-Angle-Latino element of the movie too. Yeah. They watched a lot of telenovelas. And I think the guy, the actor Eugenio Derbez, I think he was, he's a big star in Mexico, Mexican TV. Oh, cool. So I think there were a lot of references that probably were over my head. Definitely. And he was in, he was in one movie, I guess, that was an American movie of Spanish language Mm -hmm. that was a huge hit. He's been in a couple American movies too. Oh, okay. Have you seen him before? No, no, but I recognized his face. I really liked him. I thought he was super funny. I had to warm up to him because at first I was like, I do not like this casting. I don't, he's too old. I don't believe it. It felt really over the top. I know it, so was the original, but I I wasn't digging him in the beginning. It took me a while. Yeah. Um, I didn't start to warm up to him until he was really being punished. (laughs) And became a better person later. Yeah, well, and part of it is I think you're not supposed to like his character in the right, beginning. Right, of course. He's so it so unlike, So unlikable. Yeah, yeah, I was resistant to him in, in a, the beginning, it, too. Yeah. But I see now that that was acting. Yeah. And that he was doing a good job. And right. I thought he was a really good actor. You really noticed it when he... Um, started getting sensitive in the end about, you know, being offended by things or... Um, when he was like, you know, having these bonds with the kids and like really, you know, getting into the role and, and, and really enjoying like cooking and like he ends up being like a really good cook. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that was really endearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I felt like I could see where there was appeal, um, but it really took me until then mm-hmm. to feel it. Yeah. And he was mastering his role. At first, he didn't even know how to turn on an oven, but right. then he was like shopping and saw a magazine with a gourmet magazine and he went and got new ingredients and was, I mean, he was used to fine foods his whole life. And he, so he had um, like a, a good palate. Like he, he actually yes. knew like, Oh, this needs a little bit more onion or peppers or whatever. So he get, really gets into cooking. He's really organized. He organizes the mm-hmm. refrigerator. He's like supporting her and then yeah. she passes her test. So like her dream was to become the nurse where like Dean's was kind of like to be, to do the mini golf thing and, and maybe be more, more creative and do that artistic thing. So I feel like they both had their dreams achieved, but and, it was because yeah. they had the, well, the support. support. Yeah. Well, and I think one reason that I was just eating up the remake so much is it's, it's a whole movie about a guy supporting his wife, like being supportive yeah. Yeah. and actually doing all the cleaning. Right. But to support her. Yeah. It felt and very working yeah. to support her career. Which made it feel really now. It's like, thank you for yeah, representing see that. Yeah. That was refreshing. Yeah. For sure. I loved it. Yeah. 
I felt like I wish I would have believed a little bit more that they were crazy in love for each other. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like all of a sudden they were just in love where in the original, I believed it more because I felt they had more of an attraction to each other. And maybe it was the age gap between the two actors. It mm-hmm. was a little bit, it was harder for me to like really get into them as a couple. Yeah. I'd more appreciated just who he became. Yeah. And, and I understand how that was appealing and... to her and how she, that made her fall in love with him. But it, it happened all very quick. All of a sudden she was just totally in love and wanted to be with him forever. Well, they had that night of dancing. Yeah. Like the original, they had, she wanted to tell him the truth. And then it got sidetracked by her. I forgot your birthday or I forgot it's your It's our anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. And then it was his idea to go out. So they went out to celebrate. So they tied in a lot of the same exact elements mm-hmm. in the original. And I'm always on the fence, like when a remake does identical dialogue. I think I don't like it when they say the exact same thing oh, in the remake. Yeah kind of bugs me like there was there were moments where they had the identical dialogue just in that story the oh just throughout the whole film was there There identical yeah there was moments of like they said the exact same thing oh and i was like oh maybe you should just change it a little bit since you changed all these other things too like i almost don't want it to be the same i didn't really notice Mm -hmm. or i didn't wasn't irritated so then so they're falling in love their family he teaches the daughter to ride a bike he's like a is a great father to the teenage daughter. Yeah. And the nice other daughter connection. plays soccer. So he's really into being a dad. He's yep. really into cooking. Mm-hmm. He's really into organizing he's the refrigerator. He's being like Mr. Mom. Yeah. And he's working <laughs> at his job and making his friends. And they're all like... He's working hard. And he's hating like the rich man. Yeah. So, but he's having fun at the beach with his new friends and his new family. Yep. He's happy. He's totally happy. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. Um, his other sister figures out that the the faked death thing. Yep. And that he yep. was really alive. And they tracked him down somehow. How did that come Cause about? Because they saw him. Like somebody took a picture of him or something. Remember they oh, saw him on the beach? I know. He had the kids on his shoulders. Yep. And then someone who recognized him and called the family, I think, because he worked on the boat or something, which was called Birthday Present. And the whole time I'm like, that is such a dumb name for a boat. And like, why would it be called that? Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. I mean, wouldn't it be in Spanish? It would be. It was good call. But they, (laughs) it was part of the plot later. It was really too obvious, though. So they figure out where he is. And show up in a limo yep. again. And Just like the original. As soon as the family gets out, his real family, he recognizes them. He's yep. like, oh my God. And he's so happy. He's like, Kate, I remember, I got my memory back. Yeah, he's celebrating with her like in the original. And then he realizes the betrayal, that she yep. hates him, she used him. The thing that kind of threw me was when he said, oh yeah, you're that... That horrible cleaning lady or something. And I felt like in that moment, because he loved her in that moment, I don't think he would have said that. Like that kind of, that mm -hmm. felt a little much. Like Mm -hmm. I think he just would have been like, you're that, I know you, you know, you're that lady who, but like, he's like, you're that horrible lady or whatever he says. And it just felt. She yelled at him. Yeah. yeah, It was a little, a little too exaggerated. Mm -hmm. I felt like that wasn't realistic at all. If he really truly was in love with her in in the moment, I understand he was. I don't know. I angry, mean, but it was your whole world gets turned upside down. I'd be pretty mad. Yeah. So then he goes with his family in the yeah. limo, and the girls chase after him and bang on the limo, and yeah. every, and he's crying. They're crying. Right. I'm crying. I did feel less emotional about the kids. Well, okay. Let me say this. Her on the bicycle chasing after was like a lot and and in a super beautiful way. Um, But for some reason, it was um, more poignant for me in the original when the boys were going after their mother. I don't know why. Like them banging on the window. It was more affecting Mm. to me than the the remake. I thought the remake was really emotional for me. Mm -hmm. I was all in. Then they, yeah, so then he's it. back on the yacht. But he's like, yeah, different. He's transformed. Yeah. He's doing things for himself. Cook, he's cooking, hanging out right. in the kitchen. Yeah, he's a like, I've never bit. even been in the kitchen before. <laughs> yeah. And they keep wanting to do things for him and he's more self sufficient. 
And then he realizes at some point that the sister saw him in the hospital and left him there on purpose and decided he wanted to go back to Kate. And so yep. he turns, starts turning the boat around, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then his family won't let him yep. and they're trying to turn it back. But meanwhile, uh, Eva Langoria's husband had a boat and they were like going to get Leo. I got to say too, it was very abrupt when she just decided in the middle of watching her mom <laughs> in, in that play. Yeah. And she's with the girls and all of a sudden, just in the middle of it, she says, we're going to go get him. Uh-huh. Like nothing led up to that at all. All of a sudden they were just going. The play was really bad. Well, that was totally reason. bad. And I think she also thought, well, my mom is doing what makes her happy. I'm going to go do what makes me happy. Yeah. That was kind of how I interpreted well, it. When you're in a dark room, the kids are there. You're all so sad because you miss you're not with him. Sure. dad. So then we have the meeting of the boats and the meeting of the binoculars again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they jump in the water. And this was a, was a little different, though, yeah, yeah. because the dad of Leonardo is like, I'm cutting you off. You're not getting anything. You'll get no money if no you money. go to her. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he really kind of stops himself and he's just like, wait a minute, nothing? And he's like, wants to negotiate, which, I mean, I don't know. In the moment it was, I was like, oh, typical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, it's not going to be as easy as... And, and But in the other one, it was her money, so it didn't really matter. And in this case, he really, truly could be cut off. Well, I mean, I guess her mom could have cut her off. But they but no one was threatening to take cut it away, any, mm-hmm. cut anyone off. So then he really has to, like, think about it. And, and so we're kind of going, well, duh, he's going to pick the girl. But, like, wow, this is taking a long time. And then... I wish they would have put a life jacket on him at that point because he didn't have one on. Uh, yeah. And it was obvious that he Stressful. wasn't swimming because he was kind of gesturing with his hands. I'm like, he's standing on a platform. <laughs> That's really fake looking. Right. I just am really concerned when the people are in the water. I'm kind of afraid of the ocean, personally. Uh And so I think seeing people, like, jump into the ocean, to me, means, like, instant death. Yeah. (laughs) Very scary. Yeah, it was stressful. It was stressful watching him in the water. Have you ever been in the water with all your clothes on? It really weighs you down. I feel like yeah, maybe once in a pool. So hard. Yeah, just, I just, for, like, swimming lessons, you had to wear your clothes. Oh, and simulate going in the water and then seeing like how hard it was even to tread water. And you had to like take your clothes off. In the water? <laughs> yeah. Like shoes and everything? Yeah. Wow. Weird. I didn't have to do that in swimming <laughs> lessons. <laughs> I guess intense. I had some really intense swimming lessons yeah, where we had to like. Then you should it was be in really the middle prepared. of the night. It was like actually the Marines. It was wow. Navy SEALs. Yeah. <laughs> It is so hard to be in the water and tread water at all with clothes on and shoes. Yeah. I mean, maybe in, you know, this case, he's just slipped his shoes off. They were just boat shoes. But still. I suppose he could have slipped them off and I mean, in. the clothes, they're so heavy. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, it's not a thing. So. He's dead. I He'd just felt, dead. yeah, really <laughs> nervous and I couldn't enjoy that part <laughs> very much. Right. But I thought it was, I thought it was funny. That he was negotiating. He like, well, destroyed the romantic moment of it. It totally did. And it also was distracting that Eva Longoria's husband was like, dude, take the money. Love fades. Oh, I know. Like, He's like, yeah. Yeah, everyone yeah, would you understand. You really think about this. You know, it's like there's that element happening too. So it really, yeah, it certainly got much less romantic. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I really liked it though. Except for the mm-hmm. whole drowning thing. Yeah. Well, and... Of course, he picks the girl. He picks yeah. love. He's like, of course, I want to be with you. It's you. So then you think like, wow, he doesn't have the money. And this is amazing. Mm-hmm. He's he's going with the girl. But it's fine because she's going to be a nurse. So she'll be, yeah. they'll be fine. Yeah. He'll they won't have keep a doing yacht. construction. You can yeah. make good money doing construction. So they're back mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. They're a couple. And then the Scottish captain or somebody who oh, worked he, at, on the ship. Yeah, he wasn't the captain. He was some sort of he, assistant. So he comes in and he's like, do you need a nanny? And they're like, well, we can't afford you. He's like, yes, you can. It was like a game show because the yacht was in your name. Yeah, because it was a birthday present. It's worth $60 million. And then um, that was crazy. Goes, pesos? Yeah. And they're like, dollars. Dollars. I mean, are yachts really $60 million? 
Yeah, that's probably right. Is that right. fucking real? Because that is so. so ridiculous. I think so. And gross. I have no idea, Ugh. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. 60 million. Wow. I know. <sighs> anyway. Income inequality. So then they're totally like, rich again, and I they're kind of stunned. Right. So in the end, they end up with the money and the happiness and the love. That's right. They're riches like again. Mm-hmm. Riches to rags. To riches, riches again. True. And for her, rags just rags to riches. Yep. So Anna Ferris, I just want to say yeah. she's an English major who started her own podcast. Cute. I love her. What is her podcast about? It, uh, it's interviews with celebrities, and I think it's um, relationship advice. Mm. I haven't listened to it. It's on my list to listen to it. I maybe started listening to it once, and then... Maybe I'll put that on my list, too. But now I'm even more into... Mm-hmm. Anna Paris mm-hmm. after this movie. Yep, and I haven't seen a ton with her in it. I just know who she is and know about her and know that she was married to Chris Pratt and right. that they yeah, are yeah. divorced. And that's right. I think they have at least a kid together, if not two. I, I don't know. They have a kid. Yeah, I think is it so. just one? I'm not sure, but yeah. yeah, she was in the scary movies, which I never saw any oh, of those. Me either. Hmm. She seems like a cool person. Should we rate the movies? Yeah, I guess we're ready to rate them. So, as you know, we're going to rate the remake solely on whether or not you guys should see it or not, or what we think about that. And so there's remake Earthquake, remake Stay Awake, and remake Heartbreak. So go ahead, Liz. For me, it's a total remake Earthquake. I am head over heels about the remake of Overboard. Like, I take back everything bad I've ever said about remakes because I love this one so much. I love how they made it work with reversing the genders. Mm -hmm. It just worked so well, and they made it contemporary. I really think, watch this movie. It's on, uh, at the time of this recording, it's... (laughs) Available on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I found it on Hulu, too, but I have it's, a subscription, so... It's I, on everything, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty easy to find. So what's your take on well, it? Well, I was feeling like there were moments while I was watching it where I kept thinking, like, oh, I just like the original so much more. Like, there were just moments where I was not buying it, and it was more in the beginning. Like, the beginning of it was kind of like, mm, I'm skeptical. So for me, I really warmed up to it as it went along, and in the end, I felt emotional. I do think it's worth seeing, but I had to kind of get there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's a remake, Stay Awake, because I was the whole time I wasn't totally gung-ho. I fell for it at the end. I fell overboard mm-hmm. in the end, um, and I totally see its relevance and see why, it, you know, and, and because, like you said, you know, gender roles switching, it was refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it wouldn't be considered an earthquake, um, but I'm, I'm kind of in between the two. I'd be between the stay awake and the earthquake in the sense that you should see it. But I needed, I needed time. It's a little better than a stay awake. Have we even rated anything in earthquake, the remake? Because usually we well, don't. I rated Ghostbusters that... I mean, because I liked it, but also because the trolls. The trolls, yeah. Yeah, to counteract <laughs> those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my take on it. Yeah, that's funny. I thought we would both just die. 